All right, everybody. Welcome to Shug Me the Mooney. Uh, this is episode 17. Uh, it's Saturday, the 5th of September, 2020. I'm here, of course, with Shug. That's me. We're working on that new uh, catchphrase. That's me. And we got no, Joel. No, I took that from um, whatchamacallit, um, Amanda Bynes. <laughs> and he I'm about asked, to say purple. Ask Ashley. Joel, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you? How's everybody? What's up, everyone? Yeah, so today, um, normally we talk about, like, you know, like, things going on, current events and everything, and things going on in sports, pop culture, but I think today we're going to, uh, we're going to do a little reminiscing. Uh, there was a bunch of tweets we saw this week, and they posed uh, some interesting questions. Like, one we're going to talk about, uh, just, uh, we've, you know, we've had a past, uh, we're going to talk about our drunkest stories. Uh, that always leads to a little hilarity and uh, and then also we're going to ask uh, ourselves okay we, uh, we're all around the same age so we're asking ourselves could you beat up your 20 year old self now, I'm going to say like would you, should you you know that's what I'm going to add to that and then uh, another tweet we saw was uh, they asked like what's the cheapest thing you've ever done and I know Suge you have a couple of, uh, I'm not saying you're a cheapskate, but you have some uh, interesting uh, stories. I'm frugal. I'm frugal. Yeah. I, that's that's I how I to, describe myself. I need a thesaurus because I need the one that sounds the most not that, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, we're going to jump into that today in uh, episode 17. Thrifty, as you will, if you will. Okay, we're going to kick off today's episode. We're going to talk about uh, uh, random women we find attractive. Yeah, man, so... Random women we find attractive. I mean, we did the '90s hotties, the '90s 2000s hotties. Um, but we're just good. Like you know, you look at me, you look at Mike, you look at Joel, and it's like, you know, we've talked to each other, and it's like, it's like you know, who I always find like attractive, like weirdly, and you know, we'd say the person, and like, it it just like be kind of like shocking or kind of like surprising um so i'm gonna start off with with mine or one of mine um kate blanchett i always had a big ass crush on kate blanchett like she she has a look for some reason like i'm like weirdly attracted to her and then like i found out like she's married and like i want to fight her husband oh we'll set it up you know we'll do it over zoom we can do uh yeah me too um uh i guess the, the movie, I guess, is uh, Life Aquatic, right? She, Yo, she's in that, right? Steve, I don't know. I've never seen that movie. So that's like the... Steve yeah, Zuzu. she was in that. I like that. I think it's like... Um, she had a little good attitude, I guess. You know, like, she's kind of like, you know, petite, yeah. but she's also going to fight. And uh, sometimes you like that. Yeah. She all... Um... I never... And she does like the Maybelline or the Revlon commercials or whatever. I always see that pop up. And then she was in, like, Aviator, and she was, like, Catherine Hepburn. Oh, yeah, of course. See, there you go. She played another she, one that's... Uh, she had that, like, upper-class, like, um, New England accent. I mean, like, she's a great actress, though. Like, I think she won an Oscar for that, didn't she? Yeah, she was, she was uh, Hepburn. She was playing uh, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, and she was talking she like was that. Like she was like that. She In real life, Catherine Hepburn was, like, flying planes. She was, like, I think mean, she was friends with uh, the one lost at sea, um, Amelia Earhart. Big Dyke. So. 
No, I'm just playing. <laughs> remember, like, Wedding Crashers when the, when the, remember Wedding Crashers when the, the freaking, um, <laughs> the, no, no, no. That, that, never, that wasn't true. The, the plane didn't hit a dike. Don't worry. No, the, um, the when, the, or anything like when the grandmother was talking about, like, Eleanor Roosevelt, she's like, big dike. <laughs> that was the undertones to it. Oh, uh, man. No, but, like, Catherine Hepburn wore, like, pants when, like, you know, women wearing pants weren't, like, a thing. But not to get too off topic, but, um, Joel, what you got? Uh, I said, um, I don't really have anybody that's really random. Like, I, like, I remember all throughout high school, though, I had a, a crush on Nicole Kidman. People okay. felt like that was weird. Nicole Kidman. Right. Like, I had a crush on her, like, all throughout high school. Mm-hmm. I was telling people that just, like, you know, in high school, people outside of high school, they felt like that was weird or, like, how, how you know, because she's only seven years older than my mom, but I don't care. You know what I mean? And all throughout high school, it was just, like, but I find her attractive, Nicole Kim, and, like, I don't have, a, like, to this day, I still find her attractive. It's yeah. kind of, like, random because of that, you know, age-wise. Like, everybody, we like in women, like, their age. I'm like, not me. I, I used to like the older women. Like, when I was young. Yeah, you did too. My youngest. But yeah, like Nicole Kidman, like eyes wide shut. Like yeah. uh, she, she's. Yeah, that is random. That's yeah. random because at times she wasn't like being pushed into the forefront, you know. Mhm. So that is random. So then, if okay, fine. And she, like, you know, she had an accent on her. Like I like that accent it was different. The Australian. Yeah. Tom Cruise thing's a deal breaker though for me, but uh, no uh. In high school with me, I liked. I had a huge thing. I have a poster of her. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Uma Thurman. Okay. Tarantino. And again, she. I guess she was during high school. That's when she came back with like Kill Bill and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is kind of random because. Uh, but for some reason, I was just like, I I fell hard. <laughs> I fell hard for her. You know, like because I was. Just, it was the same year I watched like Pulp Fiction for the first time. I mm-hmm. guess it was like the freshman year or sophomore year. It was like. When Kill Bill came out, and uh, now I'm like, oh, now I can care less. I'm over, <laughs> I'm over her, man. I'm yeah. Over her. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's too. That's uh, well, she's American though, so we have, you know, we have two Aussies, and we have. Oh, um, I got um, what's her name, Ronda Rousey. Okay. You know, she's just you know, she's a you know MMA. She she could beat me up. No. I don't care. I like that. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> random too. And also, she's muscular, like kind of, sort of. But I, I don't. Joel saying, don't toss, me. Joel <laughs> saying, toss me around. <laughs> yeah, do all of that. Yeah, oh, that's a common theme. Coming Ankle up. lock. She's knowing though. A lot of wrestlers. One of the wrestlers, like, well, all the wrestlers really were like kind of sexy. Mara Rouse is annoying. Random wrestler. Uh, for me, she had to do a like. She had to join WWE to. Began her career. That was insane. For me, Rhonda, like, she has that weird, like, she got that, like, California voice. She got that Southern California vibe, right? Kind of that, you know what I mean? She has that, like, that vibe. Whenever I hear her on, like, podcasts and stuff, you know, she's. I don't know. I don't I just, know. Her, she just, every time I've heard her, she's, like, whining about something. So I never, yeah, really, I never really got that. But for me, like, one person, like, she's, because for, uh, to most people, she might be, like, annoying. But like Fran Drescher from The Nanny, like she's always been like real like fine to me. Like I was like I was watching on um, Beautician of the Beast 
I mean, not a beautician and, and a beast. Um, a clever, a clever uh, twist on Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, like a With, while, a while back. Yeah, a while back, and like she, oh man, and she, she used to like dress too. And she don't even fucking look bad now, to be honest with you. She's probably like sixty, and I still like, I'll be the dust of that pussy. I probably say fifty-eight. <laughs> yeah, but I think I, I brought this up a few times. Um, Fran Drescher, you know, with the, the movie Jake. I know Jack, the movie Jack. With, Jack uh, Robin yeah. yeah, so like, um, <clears throat> I always said that I had like a triumvirate. It was uh, Fran Drescher in in a peak peak form. Uh, Diane Lane, and then you had a, a pre, you know, uh, it was like a just same time as Selena, uh, Jennifer Lopez, all in the same movie. Yeah. They're all like, you know, in like Prime. The pinnacle. In my, yeah, pinnacle for me. Uh, I always brought that up. I think I've been saying that since I was a kid, too, since like whenever it would pop up on TV, like, like freaking 20 years ago. But yeah, being, of course, Jennifer Lopez is not random, but this is before she was huge. All right. That an explosion. Any Joel, anyone else? I actually didn't bring in anyone up. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go back to at least like. I used to, I used to really. Years, like me and my buddy, me and my buddy always talked about um, these two actresses, and but now they're actually kind of well known. Um, I forgot her actual name. Um, but like the redhead from uh, Friday Night Lights, like the mom. Uh, Connie, Br- Connie Britton. Yeah, there you go. Connie Britton and Carla Gugino. They were both in Spin City. Oh, yeah. So, Remember I told you. Yeah, yeah. They're in a movie together. They were they're like, you know, it's like a like a soft core type thing. Um, yeah. But now she's popular now. She's not now. It's not random. You know, Carla Gugino was then she was in like uh, Sin City. Um, this, I'm going back to when. When I was a kid, like I used to always like, oh yeah, these are great. Because Spin City had a lot of. Lot oh, of yeah. Now that you talk about like softcore or whatever, here's one that might might um blow blow your mind. Um, like Gina Gershon. Oh yeah, of course. And um, remember that movie with her and Meg Tilly, and it was. was yeah, it? I I saw it on, I had it on VHS. It was a uh, it's a verb, rap, tied oh. up. It's like a. It's it's a verb. It's a um, yeah. I actually found, <laughs> hey, found you don't have to go too far in my Google searches to see me look up that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's oh, it's um, bound. I have it on no, found no no um, find or something something like that. But yeah, I know yeah. Anyway, you 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 know the film. Yeah, IMDb. I guess, that shit, if you're listening, late nineties for me. I guess that was like my uh, boyhood, and then always stuck around. You know who used to be hot to me too, like as a as a kid watching TV, um, the chick from like Halloween Town, those movies on Disney Channel. Uh, a lot of chicks. On, a lot of chicks on Disney Channel. Um, remember like um, Xenon, um, Kristen Storms. I remember of it. Yeah, like Xenon. Everything was purple, right? Just like, remember that show. Yeah, you remember that movie Xenon? So she's on like General yeah. Hospital now, but like she's um, so she's she's like older, but she's like gaining weight. So like she's on General Hospital now, so she gained weight. So like she is like thick as hell. Like every time I watch that shit, I'm like, damn. Like like her character's name is Maxie. So like every time she's on the screen and she got on like some jeans, 
And like I'm like, damn, like my, I actually got some ass now. Like yeah, like if you watch General Hospital, you will see Xenon on there, um, Kristen Storms. But she was one of them. It popped up. Someone brought that up that, that Disney show recently. That's why it was in my head. Yeah, because it was like an anniversary. Like they had a um they had the dude, um, the kid. Like he used to be in everything, but then he stopped the um the the her her boyfriend in it. Cause I was watching Small Soldiers. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And he was in that with um Kristen Dunst and, and the goat, uh, Phil Hartman, rest in peace. Movie was dedicated. Oh, yes. to him. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about that movie too, cause like that was like not on TV for like over a decade. That was just like it. They lost like the master copy of that. And it was just gone. No, it, it, was, it, was it was on Stars. Yeah, it was on Stars. Because I remember uh, the anniversary popped up. It was like July '98, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, I got um again another <laughs> kind of random one because I had to think this whole time when y'all was talking. My bad. No, that's fine. Was uh, Raquel Welch? She was another one. Like, oh I had, like, yeah, throwback. Oh, oh, kind of like random. Again, yeah. she's like in her 80s now, but like still. Nah, man, she she got like, oh, she got like a movie um from back in the day with I actually have it on on Blu-ray, um with her and Jim Brown and um Burt Reynolds and her and Jim Brown like they had like a love scene and it was like from the sixties so it was like real um like um taboo, taboo back yeah for for then like she she. They, it was like one of the first like interracial like love scenes, but it's one of my favorite movies. I I, I love it. It's called A Hundred Rifles. Um, I don't know. in, in, a, next, in a next in a next segment, I'll show you the the it's DVD Cuban. cover. Yeah, she's Cuban, right? Isn't she? In Bolivia. Well, half. I think her father's like from Bolivia. She was. Uh-huh. I mean, remember she was the last um, the the final poster that he had up in um in um Shawshank Redemption. That covered up his um the hole the tunnel. She was born Joe Raquel Tejada. Oh, okay. So her last name was Tejada. She she anglicized. She liked that uh grapes that uh watches, I guess. Like um, um Martin Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like his name Off is topic. Like, like his name Off is after the Last name what, is Estes. What's his first, I forgot what his real first name. It's not like Martin or Martino. It's like something like real like Hispanic because they're all from Spain. So like Emilio Estevez just kept his name and like Charlie Sheen was um Carlos Estevez and they have another like they have a brother and a sister also. Yeah, for some reason when I was a kid, I always thought that Emilio Estevez changed his name to be different. I thought he changed his name. Yeah. I had it backwards up until like maybe like a de- like fifteen years or a decade ago, whatever. But I had a joke as a kid. I was like, uh, what, "What's Amelia's real name?" Like uh, Eddie Sheen or something. Like that. Yeah, I used to think it was just like kind of sounded different. I didn't know it was the other way around. It's because um, um, Martin Sheen's—they uh, used his mom's name, I think. Sheen was like the maternal grandparents' name of like Carlos, you know, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, by our final thoughts, we'll have um the the names. Um, and all that. But before we we ended, uh, Mike, you had somebody else, um, '90s comedian actress. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I love funny women. Right. Um, we all do. 
as rare as they are. Yeah, it's well, you know, actual, you know, like, you know, someone who can make money off it. Because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's always important. No, but Jean Garofalo. Yeah. Um, oh, and then like I saw her recently. I'm watching Sopranos over again, and she was in it, and she's like funny in it. Um, and a good actress too, like dramatic, dramatic uh, actress as well. Uh, but yeah, Jane Garofalo was always a, I was always a fan of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, random one. She played, she played a character. She played a character named Mooney. Yeah, now that you you said it, um, one more I gotta add in because Janine Garoppolo actually the last thing I've seen her and she actually appeared in this show, but this show they actually bring up like bring in like a lot of random people that you haven't seen in a while. Um, Broad City, Elena Alana Glazer, um, from Broad City. I don't think uh, you guys are like familiar with her, but she's she's in movies and stuff. She's another one of my like random like crushes. She's a more like the curly hair, or she the curly hair one, yeah. Okay. The, the like, more of the she's like the wacky one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We'll get, we'll get her on the show. <laughs> Yo, Elena Gla- Alana Glazer, if you you you're listening. All right, so now we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh jumping into our uh, our past. We're gonna talk about our drunkest stories. Uh, I mean, I could I can kill my battery right now. Keep keep talking about all the different things, but uh, uh, I wanted to ask Joel and I wanted to ask Shug one of theirs. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, see if I can relate to them because uh, I can relate to a lot of stories on the show. We talked about uh. One of the first times that uh, me and uh, me and Shug hung out, uh, it was a minor drunk story. Um, you can you can go back to one of the earlier episodes and hear about our adventure off to watch uh, Artie Lang. Um, but yeah, so uh, Joel, you uh, you have anything uh, any uh, stories that come to mind? Yeah, like when I first started actually drinking, I could go like way back. Like, I always, I don't have, like, it's not that crazy as regular stories. I always tend to, like, maintain myself when I'm drinking just because. But it's like, you know, when I first started hanging out with Shug, we used to go to this bar called Cabin. Where was that at again, Shug? Cabin? Second Avenue, something like that, right? Yeah, Second Avenue. um, I can't remember the specific street, but it's like Second Avenue and like. Yeah, I know it was like you know. Um, I know we took the six train there to like St. Mark's, St. Mark's Place. Just all the a lot of bars around that area. Honestly, we was all throughout there. So Cabin is one of them. Thirteenth Step. Um. So we went. You know, it was one day. Me and Shug just bar hopping. Thirteenth Step. Cabin, what have you, we going everywhere. So at the end of like the day, we walk into the train. I'm feeling my stomach bubbling. I was like, I feel like I have to throw up. Like all walking through the train or walking to the train. Once we get on the train, me and she get on the train. Like the train starts moving. Like obviously we on the train, it starts moving, but it's like, it just starts rocking back and forth. And that's when I just threw up everywhere on the train. I threw up on Shug's shoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what you gonna call it? Um, obviously the you know the passengers on the train started running away from me. 
Then I, we got off the platform, onto the platform, threw up more again. I was like, yo, what's going on? This is the first time I ever threw up so much. This is the first time I started drinking everything. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, why does this keep coming out? Right. Know, how much throw up? So, yeah, that's, like, one story. Like, all my stories really involve, like, really just throwing up random places, especially on the train for some reason. Right. The train, I threw up on the train. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. thrown up on. Yeah, so, like, I guess, like, St. Mark's, that was an earlier place, too, that uh, a lot of those, like, sushi places, like, they didn't care. Like, you, you just like, walk in. I was, like, 100, like, 15, 120 pounds. Mm-hmm. Literally, I looked like a like Kirk Cobain, a little skinny, whatever. And the guy's like, all right, come in. Obviously, I was not of drinking age that didn't matter but uh yeah so back then too uh, i worked in the city a lot um so basically at the village and like lower east side and everything out that's where we would hang out and i guess you know i'd work i'd work from like 8 a.m to 9 p.m like five mm-hmm. days in a row like uh doing like a porter like carrying things doing garbage and like heavy lifting and stuff so I would come in the next day, work all day, and take like the commute home for like an hour and a half. And then while I'm like, right, I'm just gonna go home and go to sleep. Uh, I have a big day tomorrow, same thing tomorrow. Then like one of my friends would call me, and I would go, all right, fine. So I come right back down to the city like immediately after getting off the bus, uh, stay out until God knows how long. Uh, like at one time, like I like I woke up like on the uh, on the subway, and it was like it was like you know. Um, morning rush it was like six in the morning everyone was like going to start their day and it was like bright as hell out uh it was uh like the four train we got off the four train and we're on like the the bus so everyone's going off their normal routine and it's just like one of those moments where like geez what am i doing so i got home and i looked at the clock i'm like oh shit i have to go back to work so i go back down to the city immediately and then i you know did it again the next day 10 hours working uh, then by the time five o'clock, you're like, you know, man, I'll go out again tonight. Why not? <laughs> you never learn. But yeah, subway is always a tricky situation. Getting home. Yeah. There's another one too. When me and again, me and Shug went to like this beer convention, White Plains. Oh yeah. So like we just there drinking beer for free, all types of beer, IPAs, everything. So like we walk into the back to the Metro North. I think like walking there, I, obviously you know, I threw up. But then we, me and Shub, waiting for the train. We just, I, we just passed out and woke up like, oh, we missed our train, Metro North, and everything. I think we had to take a cab back. And you called a cab for us because it was like it was over. The train probably would have came like in half hour or whatever. So it would have been faster just take the cab there. That's like the first time I passed out like on a train, let alone the Metro North. Like I just passed out waiting for the train. Yeah. So so basically you went in there like with like a monocle. You're like, oh, let me taste this beverage. <laughs> you went in there tasting a little different uh, at the convention center, right? Yeah, like, it was like free. No, nah, I think we got on it. I think we got on a train and we like missed our stop. Nah, we passed out, bro. No, we, we passed, passed out. out we passed out on the train. For the train. And then... Oh, right. Because you would get off earlier. Yeah, we passed yeah. out. On a, we, we never got on the train. We passed out waiting. Nah, I don't know, because I can't imagine me paying for a cab from White Plains, but... Nah, you did that, bro. Trust me. That, that I remember. Okay. Conflicting reporting. I was there. I was there. I was there, too. I was there, too. Oh, well, you wasn't. <laughs> well, shit. I don't know who I was there with, but you paid that. Mm. 
No, no, I'm also been rolling then. I guess a little foreshadowing. Uh, I'm going to tease uh, one of our other uh, topics today, but uh, speaking of you not wanting to take a, a cab from White Plains, uh, I was in a similar, similar situation and I opted to walk. Cut to like 10 hours later, I finally got home because I didn't realize that it's like not like a direct route. I was right. like, walking from somewhere like on the border of like Westchester and like Connecticut and I was coming all the way back to Yonkers. I had to walk because I was just trying to like, in my mind, I was like, all right, you know what? Let's save the money. And uh, it was pretty long. I, I tracked my uh, my mileage when I got home. I was like, Jesus Christ, it's 10 hours. <laughs> what the hell happened? Yeah. I was like, Forrest Gump, but I wasn't running. I was uh, stumbling. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, you do stupid things. This is a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you talk about stupid things. So my story, I actually shared it on my um, Instagram and my Twitter. And, like, a lot of people, like, responded to us, like, I never heard this. So, you know, obviously, 100 and, what's it, like, 140 characters can't, like, tell the whole story. So, I got to provide, like, context. So, my drunkest story of one of, like, many, um, Joel knows a few because he was there. But mine took place in college as most, you know drunk situations happen so back then you know i would drink or we would all drink like whatever would get you the drunkest you know and guys would like pre-game before you go out so it was pre-game so at this time you like i said you drink whatever got you the drunkest and you also had to drink whatever was like cheap so i picked up like a bottle of like bottom shelf tequila and I was pre-gaming off that and then carry the bottle with me to the party. And before this, it, a friend of mine, um, it was like a, a group of friends. So one of the guys, we're no longer friends, but not because of this shit. Um, he was, he started like dating a girl or talking to a girl on the, um, the girls' soccer team. So the girls' soccer team used to hang out with, like, the boys' soccer team. So all of a sudden, he stopped hanging out with us and started hanging out with, like, the boys' soccer team. So we kind of thought, like, he was acting, like, you know, brand new. So it was already kind of, like, a little bit of black, bad blood there. So I happened to, like, like this girl. And this girl liked him. And... Actually, he was, like, the first guy or he was, like, the first friend, like, I told that I liked this girl. So, I told this girl I liked her and, like, tried to get with her and then she didn't get with me. And she started hanging out with, like, him. And, like, I know this guy, like, he's not, like, at the very least, like he's going to fuck the girl. Like, even if they don't like get together, he's like, he, like, he wasn't turning on like girls. So fast forward back to this party. I go to the party. I'm already off the tequila. So my, my two best friends, they, um, they didn't drink tequila, but my one friend, his girlfriend was from like Arizona. So she was like used to drinking tequila. So she was the only person like, drinking that shit with me. So she was holding, like, the bag with all our alcohol. So she, like, killed my fucking tequila. 
So at the party, a friend of mine hooked me up with like, had like a case of like Miller Lite. So I'm like double fisting like Miller Lights. So something came over. So I'm in there and like, I'm making out with like random girls cause I'm drunk as shit. Random girls of like varying looks like, I don't even remember like which one specifically, but it was like definitely like three or four girls I made out with. Um, some guys like if you're listening, um, don't do that. That's how you get like herpes and mono. Uh, <laughs> and a case. Yeah, and so the party was like on the upstairs. Like, you had to get up to, like, the top floor for where, like, the party was. So, down the stairs, it's, like, a, it's like one of those, like, like a two-way, like, a two-part stairs. And then it's, like, the kitchen was down, the kitchen and the bedrooms were downstairs, and, like, the living room was upstairs, and that's where the party was. So, on the way downstairs, I see the guy, my friend, and, like, um... Him and the girl, like, I think they came in around the same time. So, like, in my drunken mind, I'm also thinking about the fact, like, he's acting brand new. He doesn't hang out with us anymore. And then I'm thinking about him, like, hooking up with this girl he knows, like, I like. Like, him, like, to me, breaking bro code. So, I fucking hurl, like, uh, like one of the two beer cans at his head. Like, like he was coming up the stairs, and I was coming down the one. Because, like I said, there's, like, it's like a two two part stairs, so I hurled a thing, and just like as soon as I did that shit, like the party like went like it, it kind of like everybody like rushed me and they pulled us away from each other. So I think it was like the soccer dudes and like the baseball dudes grabbed him up, and then my friends and like the um like the basketball players and shit like grabbed me and put me in a fucking kitchen, so. They sit me in the kitchen and basically, like, they sequestered me. And it was like, yo, sit down. You got to chill out, da, 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 right? And at the time, I used to carry, like, a little, like, bear grillis, like, hunting knife. So I pulled a knife out. I'm just like, yo, like, listen, I just want to talk to the, I just want to talk to him. I want to talk to him, like, da, 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 da. So dudes see me with this knife and they're like, oh, shit, like, so I think I, I don't know if I like threatened to stab people if I didn't if they didn't let me like go like fight the dude or they must have thought like I was gonna like stab him. So eventually like I cooled down and like you know um went back to the party and it, like I said I, like normally like I'm not like a violent dude. So it was so out of character. So that's why I say like that's like my drunkest like story. And just like thinking back on it, it was like fuck man. I was like what like twenty twenty-one. I'm like, why the hell would I carry like why was I carrying a fucking knife around with me like when I'm drinking all the time? So and it was just it was just dumb. So for the kids or the younger people listening to this, like, don't do dumb shit like that. Yeah, some people you know, set a limit. You don't wanna you don't want to get uh, terroristic threat charges on you. Oh, um, man. I was just like, I, it, it was weird because, like, you know, every time, like, if you go to a bar or you go someplace where, like, a party or something where everybody's drinking, like, and, like, 
some dude like takes it too far and like you're like that guy at the party so at like one party i was like that guy so that was like my drunkest like moment my my drunkest story amongst others but nothing like crazy like that like where i was like carrying around a knife yeah you almost had a case there sir yes god was looking Uh, out for me that day Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, people say, oh, I have nine li- cat lives and nine lives. I have nine lives and 99, like Spawn, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, yeah, you hate, like to see that. you hate to see other people in that situation. But when it's not you, you're like, all right, you're relieved. Yeah. And you can, like, get points back and go, yo, man, whew, look, at, look at this guy. Even though you, you're usually the one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, you had the knife and all that stuff. Um, sometimes you don't know, realize what you're doing. Like, one time I was holding uh, – I was in uh, another country. Right, and I was holding uh, these. Uh, it was in Quebec. It was like uh, they were speaking French and stuff. So we were like, oh, "This is kind of exotic." It was like a low, low, a low, low rent French. You know, <laughs> it was like Quebec. It's like they speak French, but they're not French. So uh, that was kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. So I'm holding someone, uh, one of the girls, like bags, and I didn't realize, like, because you know, and then I didn't, I pulled the classic Irish goodbye, and I was just leaving. I didn't realize I had, I had my stuff, and then I had her stuff with me. But technically, yeah. I committed uh, a international international crime or felony because i left the place with it but then i just like i dropped it whatever but uh i remember leaving the guy's like where are you going and i was like oh i gotta go gotta gotta earn gotta earn i had no idea what i was saying and i ran into some guy on the street but on the corner and i was like talking to him i was like oh man i gotta get out of here yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those moments like in that split second like something crazy happens and uh, you don't you don't realize what's going on yeah yeah but that was um and that same night this is um i guess back then even like like either my phone wasn't working or like um I guess, like, because you're in a different country, like, at that point, I needed to, like, it wasn't where, like, everything was, like, global, like, right away, um, but I couldn't get in touch with my friends, and I was just randomly walking around the streets of Montreal, and, like, it was kind of like if anyone ever saw a Midnight Cowboy with, uh, uh, with, uh, Dustin Hoffman when he's about to get hit by the car, you know, I'm walking here, I'm walking so basically, like, half hour later, a taxi, like, almost hits me, and I'm like, and like I, I put my hands on the, the the roof and yeah. I look in the car and it's like six of my friends and they're all like huge dudes all yeah. like in the back of the, of the cab and they're like oh that's him that's him, my friend and right away I knew to get in the car like it was an instant I was there like it was like no big deal like they were supposed to pick me up in the middle of uh, their main street in uh, Montreal but I was like mm-hmm. all right let's go let's get out of here where are we going now what's next <laughs> and then uh, went to the after hours place but yeah you know actually like some stories you don't even remember because you know someone else has to tell you about it you know yeah you that's know, another thing well you know since our story like really like was me being like a fucking monster um i gotta tell like a funny one just to like counteract that one so there was another party like the year before i believe so it was in a dead of winter and it was at this um uh this girl and one of my friends they had like a house off campus but like it was like in the middle of fucking nowhere and it had this big ass blizzard so uh the party was all over the house but the main shit was like in the basement right so like once you walked inside the house like the basement door was like to like your right yeah to your right and there were, like, some stairs, but since it was, like, snowing, like, everybody walked in with, like, wet-ass shoes and just went straight to the basement, so the stairs were, like, wet. 
and like my shoes were wet also and I'm drunk. So first couple times I went down the stairs straight, right? So I walked down the stairs and I slipped, slid right down the stairs. Like ah, like the worst fucking pain ever. Like my back, ass, everything hurt. Go back up the stairs. Next time I come down the stairs, everything hurts again, right? But I'm getting drunker and drunker, right? Third time I fall down the stairs, like, and I'm like at that point, like my body was so used to me falling down the fucking stairs that like it ain't I didn't feel nothing at all. <laughs> Well, I felt it like the days after, and then um, I, me and my friend like went back to his car, and like I didn't even remember, but I like threw up on like I I like opened the door to throw up, but some of the throw up got in his car, and some got on my jacket, right? So then the next day, we wake up. I throw on my jacket looking for everybody everybody's like outside um because we used to hang out with like smokers so they was outside like just standing up smoking so i go outside and i'm just standing there and like they was like oh like shug you all right man like you like took like you took like a spill like like two times i was like first of all it was like three and i'm like talking going on and on and on it was like Hey, man, like, look at your jacket. My jacket had, like, a whole big old, like, 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 vomit stain on it. And I'm just standing there, like, I didn't even fucking, like, realize it. And it was, it was just funny as shit. It was my choice. Yeah. It was a fashion statement. Yeah, so I went inside. I went inside, ran straight to, like, the laundry room. I just threw it inside a washer. Like, my jacket, I was just... Are you doing chores? You're doing chores. You're so strong. You're doing chores. No, nah, like I said, I, I walked out. Like I, they, they, they pointed out the vomit stain, so I ran back inside, ran straight to like the laundry room and threw it. Like this is back in the dorms, so I yeah. went, went to the laundry room and just threw it right into the to the um to the washing machine and just washed it and then went outside with like a different jacket and I was just like embarrassed and I had to like pay for like my friend's like car to get like cleaned and shit like that. So um. Hope the bill wasn't that much. If you said much, I didn't even go in there. Yeah, it it was like off like the side, like some got into like the little like you know that little space in between the seats, like on the door. So yeah, it's whatever, uh, man. That was that was, that was ten years ago. When, when you have to like hire an account the next day, you have to hire an account to like deal with your the, the morning after bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's always bad. It's like John Mulaney, the comedian John Mulaney. He had a bit, um, like he used to be like a wild man. And then like when he like showed up at his graduation from college, um, like high and like drunk and everything. So that was mm-hmm. a delay. Then he quit after that, after a while. Yeah. But he had a story about, um, it's like, ah, oh, I love, uh, I love going out. And then you wake up the next morning with more money than when you left the house. <laughs> so then you, ha- and then, you know, then you have to play detective. How did I, how did I acquire this money? Did I earn it? <laughs> like, how did I earn it? Did I find it? That's fine. But yeah, there's always like so many stores. Um, yeah. That's why, like, I guess I finally understand. Like, you need like a mentor sometimes. Like, even in college, like, someone watch out for you because you you make you don't want to make a crazy mistake. It's good to be supervised when you're making silly silly mistakes, and so it doesn't like 
end up being more serious than it is, you know? That's uh, the more you know. <laughs> I got drunk at like plenty of times like at work. Cause I, I'm not going to say where I work, but like they sold beer there. And so like every time on break or, you know, free time, I just drink a beer at work and being drunk at work is awesome. I ain't going to lie. It yeah. makes it more fun. Like, I'd be messing around with customers. I'd be Honestly, yeah, yeah, I, I was saying things to customers that I probably shouldn't have. More than likely, I'm like doing things I shouldn't have, and I still work there. So shout outs to those customers who didn't snitch. Yeah, but I just said some things. I kind of did like the same thing too. Like I finished out a shift, um, where I used to work, uh, because we we were going out afterwards, and I used to um, like the one time I did like we I was like doing. Like, I think we closed at, like, 9. So, I was in the back, like, doing shots at, like, 8. And then by, like, 8.45, like, I'm in there, like, just, like, and Mike knows me. Like, I don't be, like, I'm not with, like, the long talk with, like, people, like, customers and shit. So, I'm in there, like, just chatting people up and, and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes you more, like, hospitable to, like, customers, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see that shit all the time. Uh. I can tell when I'm at a store or someplace, you know. Um, but I, I go, I always go back to the 2000, late 2000s. Uh, I was underage, you know, I just graduated and everything. And this is a more classy moment. Um, I was in someone's penthouse because I was like a doorman porter. And uh, it was an old school. Yeah, it was an old school, uh, the village, uh, one of the very iconic building. I was on, I was on, I was on the, uh, I was in the penthouse, the balcony. And this is like you get the view of not like the not like the, the new skyscrapers or everything. Like you see like the old New York, like looking north, like the Empire State Building ahead of you. You don't see any of the other other buildings. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it felt like I was in like an old time, like like 50 years ago type vibe. And uh, you know, I had a fully stocked bar. The guy hasn't been there in like six months. So you know, I helped myself. Uh, maybe they had a nanny cam, but who couldn't, whatever. But I just took a simple shot, and I was just overlooking the city, and I was like. <sighs> This is my town. I took a shot. And then I'm down here with the elevator. I'm like, oh, shit. And I fumble. And I almost drop it. And the other dude shows up. Yeah, but uh, I used to have it on my, one of my old phones, the, the view. Man, I was like, like Frank White, king of New York. I need to do a GoFundMe so I can get some money and buy a charger for these, this old phone I have. Because I have these crazy photos from like 08 to like 2010 on it. And I just want to access them and steal the, uh, a lot of the photos from this era that are like wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You could probably make it a weekly segment. <laughs> I can tell a story every week. A weekly yeah, segment, real. like like uh, Andy Rooney. Yeah. You know, you know when you're passed out in your in your you end up in your neighbor's toilet. Or <laughs> you pass out in your own fluids, and and you wake up next to someone you didn't even whose name you don't even know. Hey, will you allow me to end on a fun note? Okay. First off, it's a said now. It's a, it's the same era. It was the late two thousands, like two thousand nine. Yeah. And again, it was like I just graduated and everything, and um, pretty much in, I was a doorman. I spent most of my time in the city, and it was sadly the day Michael Jackson died. Right. So uh, I stayed out and I went to Webster Hall, and um, I still wear like big boots too. Well, actually, I don't know how I got in with the boots because you're not supposed. To. But anyway, I was wearing like shoes that were like ill-fitting for some reason because they look good. Mm-hmm. And just the image I want you guys to to have in your head is me doing like 
uh, like, in, like, you know, like uh, cross-legged and going up and doing like almost like a split, like spinning around in a, in a, in a circle. Everyone's like clapping. In my head, they're clapping in rhythm with me and watching me. I probably was just like fooling over everyone. But in my head, I was like, I was the star of the show. And it was like, you know, eight hours straight of just like a, um, the DJ was just playing like Michael Jackson for like eight, eight hours straight, you know, from like eight or eight to like five, whatever. I just in my head, I was like, it was kind of like the scene from Team Wolf. You ever seen Team Wolf? I was clapping and watching me, just like spinning around. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of like weird stories. Uh, there was some dude like doing, um, you know, like the Circus Soleil, like doing Circus Soleil stuff. Like, and it looked like it was right above me. And I was like, ah, oh, like hanging out with like weird people. Because in Manhattan, it's like international, like people from around like the world. And I'm like, uh, BSing with them. It was just a, it was a beautiful moment, you know? Yeah. Uh, I tried to put my phone in a girl's no- in her phone. Yeah, and it was in, it was in like Korean because she was like from she was from Korea, and I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? It's like one of those moments, the yeah. summer of love. Right. Different thing, man. Anything else, Joel? Everything. Okay. Other than like you know like when we was in uh we spoke about like earlier episode with the uh, Karen at the bar. Oh yeah. That was like another drunk moment that could have turned out horrible, but thankfully it didn't. And that's about it. Yeah. Right. Like, when you mentioned, you know, your violent drunk story, that, that could have been my violent one. Thankfully, <laughs> it wasn't. Uh, there was another tweet we saw, and then it was asking, like, could you could you beat up your 20-year-old self? Uh, before we get into that, I have a, a statement to make from my legal team. Uh, everything I just said in <laughs> the, the drinking story is completely fictitious and for comic relief. Okay. That's, that, that's for all of us. <laughs> This is an umbrella statement. That's the no, that's the shook me the Mooney um legal team um all race reserved. Uh, we are characters. This is we I play a character. You know this is not real. Um, everyone should know that by now. But anyway, yeah. So like the tweet, I think it was a tweet, right? It was uh, could you beat up your twenty year old self? Um, I know my answer. Oh, it's, Joel! Uh, Joel, you you actually know of the the person that that sent it out, right? Um, Danny Myers. Yeah. Yeah, he's a battle rapper. He's like the man. Okay. Check him out. He has like this whole like he you gotta listen when he raps. That's what I gotta say. Okay. Listen when he raps. Punchlines. All right, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Is that good? Yeah, so I know my answer, but uh, could, sure, should, probably, would, oh, most definitely. No, but uh, sh- uh, I'll start with Shug. Uh, what, what do you say about this? I mean, like, me right now, I put on, like, quite a bit of weight since the um, COVID started because I'm not, like, walking around as much. Um, so I definitely got like a good, like 40 or 50 pounds on like 20 year old me. So the 20 year old Suge would have like agility, um, would be probably be a bit more agile than I would. But like I said, I, like I said, when I responded to tweet, I don't even like fucking smile anymore. So <laughs> 20 year old me was like I only had like two emotions I was like happy and sad me now it's like happy sad or angry and like I'm angry more often than not so I know I'd already like 
be be like ready to beat um twenty year old me up, and then thinking about like the shit. Cause I'd probably need like the motivation, so I'd think of like all the dumb shit I did at the time, or things like I I regretted doing or not doing, and I'd probably like go off and just like beat the shit out of like me. But like I'd know like all my weak points and shit. But then again, like younger me would also know like my weak points. So, but I think like thirty year old Shug would beat twenty year old Shug's ass. Personal. You think maybe your twenty-year-old self would be more uh, psychological and hitting you where it hurts, like in the like, emotional, and then like, you'd be more the physical, holding yourself down. <laughs> yeah, like, just, uh, just play it. Just play no, it like you're only doing this because you're holding in the feelings. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> play do play the the cerebral game, the cerebral yeah. assassin. Yeah, maybe grizzled vet. Yeah. Or maybe like twenty twenty year old me would be so disappointed in where I'm at like ten years from now or ten ten years from then that he'd probably be so angry that he beat the shit out of me, like, why don't you make better why don't you make better choices, you son bitch? Or like And then but, but then but then I would beat his ass because I'd be like, Why don't you make better choices, you son of a bitch? Hey. Hey, but hey, maybe this. Maybe it'd be like a Back to the Future thing, where like every punch and every like every every dig and every punch, like you start changing how you look now. <laughs> like, like a suit pops on you, boop, <laughs> you know. Like, but see, that's that's where that's where the thing. It didn't really. It wasn't really clear. Like, are are we traveling back in time to like beat ourselves up, or is it like um like Gemini Man, where like it's just like a clone of us from like. When we were Wait, younger, that changes everything. That's only yeah. twenty years. Passion for this. Clone it's all that. What did you say, Joel? I ain't hear that part. I'm saying it's um, it's kind of like both. Like it, like I like Gemini Man, and also, you know, one just going back in time. Because I I read the tweet as like me going back in time, seeing my twenty year old self, not like a clone. Because I know I can't beat twenty year old me. The twenty-year-old me, I got you. You know, say right now, like I would have stabbed myself. Like thirty-year-old me, would have got stabbed. Like I don't, I didn't play that at twenty. I had like older brothers. Everyone, like I'm the youngest, so everyone around me was older. So like, it's like you're not about to. Somebody older than me wasn't playing with me. I didn't play that. If you were my age or like you know whatever, we could fight. Younger than me, I'm not even gonna pay attention to you. But if you were older than me, ten. Like, uh, you're getting stabbed, honestly. That's so you settled down. Me, I'm 30 now. Nah, so somebody will still get stabbed. Nah, I'll still stab somebody. Just got to really piss me off. There you go. Chug got more grizzled over the years. Yeah. Like, honestly, with me, like, my whole, like, my whole, like, anger, like, I've always been, like, I never played it's not like violence. It's just I never take shit like even when I was younger. I just don't tolerate bullshit. But you keep, you know, bothering me with the same bullshit. I'm, you know, that's when the violence come out. But I'm just like controllable. Yeah, I don't even me back then too. I had like a ponytail, so all I'd have to do is like pull my hair and start beating the shit out of me, like hold me by the hand, just like just start wailing. And twenty year old me was skinny, of course. I was twenty year old me like. I'm not about to stand there and fight you all day. I'm going to just stab you. I'm too skinny to fight. 
like my punches ain't really gonna hurt you like they would now. So might as well just cut it all, cut all ends loose. You wanna be 30 coming at a 20 year old? Well, okay, here's, here's some stab wounds. Hmm? What about you, Mike? My bad, so violent. My bad. Well, I think, I, I never heard until recently, but like I had like, I guess you would say uh, a second puberty, whatever. Yeah, so when I was you know, 20, I was, uh, I was like 130 something. Uh, happy-go-lucky, just a little, uh, a little boy running around and everything. But later, later on, I started working out and stuff. And you know, I don't look, I look way different. Uh, but uh, yeah, I may not seem it, but like, yeah, like that's a long time ago. But I don't know. I think um, turn this around. I think I would sit myself down and hit him, hit hit this earlier self with some uh, some knowledge. You right. Know, let's go. Let's go. Less physical and let's go. Nah, you you guys know what I, I'll say in the past. Mentor him. You guys ever seen that um the Jordan commercial where it's mm-hmm. like Jordan, he was he was um it was like Jordan when he was with the Wizards because that, that's mm-hmm. when the commercials aired, and then it was him versus like ninety six Jordan, like one on one, and then mm-hmm. like oh, when them, when they when they like um. When they were going at each other, or when they were finished, right? Like, 1984, like, hair in a gold chain, Jordan came out. And it was like, who got next or whatever? So, like, in my shit, if, like, it was, like, me, like, 30-year-old me and a 20-year-old me, like, the music, like, twenty the 24-year-old me, like, music would hit. And come in and like cash his money in a bank contract and whoop both of our asses because like 2014 me is like when I was like at my like pinnacle of like working out and shit and like my body was like at its best. So that version of me would come in and whoop both of our asses because like we'd be too like big and slow and he'd be like fast and like agile and like back then like I really used to like only go to work. I used to only go to work and, like, go to the gym. Like, that was the only two places I'd be. So, my mentality or, like, my focus would be better than, like, the other two. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to equate this. You'd be, like, uh, I'm trying to, like, like me, maybe me now. I, I can't tell if I was Tyson. Am I the Tyson from post-one-man show or am I the one that, that's, like, taking on, like, a uh, – the, the white rhino tattoo, the, the pinnacle, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I uh, the, 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 I'm afraid actually. What if what if I actually get my ass kicked by this little uh, twink, a twink version of me? <laughs> <laughs> Things just how do I recover? Wait for the fifth year old me to come so I can beat the shit out of him. <laughs> no, you got to wait around. Yeah. No, I like that stuff. I'm a big Back to the Future fan. I have a, a Back to the Future thing right here. Me too, and like the time travel. But like I said, it's like you, you gotta think like, what are the rules here? Are we traveling back in time? Or are we fighting like a cloned version of ourselves? Or is it? Yeah, like I, took, a, I took it as I took it as a back in time thing. Like a not really like clone attack of the clones and that kind of stuff. Okay. Because both like thirty thirty year old me will probably before twenty year old me tries to stab like thirty year old me 
is strong enough to like grab 20 year old me and just like yo like relax or like you know mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm not gonna have nobody try to stab me now right. like i don't care your age that's the that's the thing it's like you're not gonna try to stab me either at 20 at 30 like i don't play that no but, but it's like the holodeck Star Trek, the holodeck, it's like a, you go in a room and it's like the whole universe pops up. And uh, is it a duel? Are me and him doing a duel from like the 18th century? Uh, is it swords? Uh, you mm-hmm. got to pick, you know, now, hey, we, we, we talked about this for a long time. Now I'm getting a little, a little too deep into it. Now. They have me wondering. I mean, sure, going off of like the last segment. Like, now, that's why I like stuff like this. Going, you really start thinking. Yeah, going off of like the last segment, like. 20 year old me would probably be like hung over and like 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 imagine if i went back to like when i fell down that that day after like i fell down those stairs and like i threw up i had to throw up on my jacket like if like they sent me back to like that point like of course like 20 year old me is get like i already got the drop <laughs> i already got the drop on myself so <laughs> i'll probably fuck yeah me. but that's the thing though. like why would you harm Knowing that already, why would you harm 20 yourself? Like, you probably would give yourself some, like, a pat on the back. Like, oh, you handled this good. Like, good shit. Nah, because it's like, what if, like, what if somebody said you had to, like, go back in time to, like, fight yourself to, like, save your family or some dumb shit? I guess that, that'd be the context. If, 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 if I'm taking what you say, Joel, like, why don't I do this? Like, yeah, true. Yeah, for, like, the sake of this argument, like, you have to fight yourself. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I don't 30-year-old me, like, because, again, I'm not going to, first of all, I've never been the aggressor anyway. So, like, putting myself as the aggressor at 30, I I deserve to be stabbed, honestly. If I'm going back to just, like, bother somebody younger than me, like, 10 years younger than me or anybody in that age range one of those things you got to think about too yeah and then you know like my mind state never at any age was my mind state take bullshit from anybody take shit from anyone so it's like it's gonna be like a like gonna be a dilemma there and at the same time the older i'm getting it's like you gotta you know be more understandable but yeah i'm gonna go back and forth because i'm judging like even when i was 20 i still didn't take no bullshit even with like my teachers in school like so, and mind you, let's just say the question was 13. Oh, that would have been worse. <laughs> that would have been way worse. 13-year-old me would have got everybody. On th- I, w- I would have called my brothers, my family, friends, oh, like people who I thought was friends to come help fight me. It would have been a Royal Rumble. Yeah. But then, like, if it's, like, back to the future rules, like, what if, like, whooping your, like, 20-year-old self's ass, like, made you, like, a better person in the future? <laughs> I was thinking that, too. But, like, what if you do that and it's just, like, it's kind of, like, this happens and then you, like, disappear. Like, it's a different you, you know? That's yeah. the whole risk. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, like, what if you do that and you turn out to be a real, like, Lex Luthor, like, piece of shit guy? Because, like, that whooping made you like go flip out and then you invented a weird uh weird thing and like you become very famous like, rich and like wealthy and then you just like you know it, it bites you in the ass and then when you're 30 and you're watching yourself like now i'm thinking that maybe you'll split off and be two of you yeah. <laughs> then in the future you have to keep battling him i'm him 
he's me, you know, that old man. It's like a parallel universe. Like, not everything changes. Like, let's say I beat 20-year-old me up. Like, 30-year-old me now, I probably wouldn't be as violent. I probably have no violence in me at all. If I go back in time and beat 20-year-old me up, honestly. Because mm. it's like, oh, I got beat up for no reason. First of all, I got beat up trying to be tough. And I wasn't. And I got beat up by my own self in the future who wasn't, who's still not as tough. I'm just like, you know, I'm just older now. Like, There's a big dilemma there. Mm. I'm just taking it as like every, like, and the older I'm getting, I still, like, don't see myself tolerating, like, bullshit, like, anything that's going to, like, you know, get me mad. I can control it. But I don't see myself, like, ever just being completely, like, peaceful or without, like, trying to hurt somebody, honestly. Right. So, yeah, 20-year-old me probably would have got beat up. But at the same time, yeah, see? Now it's going back, I'm going back. It's like bing, bing, bing. It's going back and forth. Yeah. I can't really put a, a grip on it. Pause. Well, I'm gonna sit down and write the write the rules out for this because now I'm fascinated. I'm gonna write the rules out. I know first I gotta finish the Abraham Lincoln musical. <laughs> I'm doing that first. I'll yeah. finish that and then I'm gonna work on uh, the rules. Yeah. The ground rules for how this works. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we were uh, going back and forth uh, over this tweet uh, talking about uh, what is the cheapest thing you've ever done. Me, we could be here all day because uh, I'm not going to say I'm cheap. Uh, I'll use a different word, maybe economical. Um, you know, Shug, is, is that a word you would use instead of cheap? Is cheap is kind of like a little, a little insulting. Frugal, thrifty, um, different things. Like the guy who... I don't who, mind cheap. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm well, cheap. I don't care. I'll admit it. Yeah. Um, well, the guy who the tweet um came from, like he he his story, it was you know what's the cheapest thing y'all y'all done? But his story was that like he rented a car that was the same make and model as his car, took the tires off and switched his the tires from his car to that car, returned the car with his old tires and kept like the new tires. So he got like four new tires for like whatever it costs to like rent a car for a day and i think it was like 75 bucks and yeah. what do, what do tires cost like, only like two hundred dollars like a hundred or two hundred dollars like each well the only time i ever saw that oh, it was yeah. like 125 I was like, but this is a while ago and it's a different car who knows yeah i don't drive so i don't i, I don't i have no idea but um yeah what's, what's you guys is i'm not cheap like I just never really had money like that to like my cheapest things is I guess just like stretching money uh accepting like and cheap and like creative too I should say because like when I never had money let's say I'm with like a, a girl or whatever like instead of sitting down to eat dinner like I'll just buy like you know regular like bread cold cuts and just like have a date like that like that I mean that's cheap like I mean I'm cheap and creative I'm not just cheap and like you know like what uh you just described Shug that's cheap but that's also kind of like right like, kind of like thieving there you know what I mean like at the yeah. same time like I'm not cheap to like thieve to be like to steal nothing but um yeah I guess that's like the cheapest moments I've ever had was just like that like 
just doing things of that nature, but being creative with it. Like I, like I said, I never really had money like that. So it was like, I'm cheap with my money, you know, plain blank. Yeah, well, one of mine's, because I got one Um, after, I, I'm going to talk about after this, but when I was in college, because a lot of the cheap, the, the most cheapest things you're going to end up doing are like in college, because you don't have money, um, like as much money, um, and you know, like the you're, you're on like meal plans and and shit like that. So you 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 have to be frugal. But you know, Joe, I'll talk about like thieving or stealing, right? So me and my friend, but I believe my friend had been doing this like um for years. But we used to go to like Walmart and. The when you walked into Walmart, like the meat, like the food, you know, where you order like food from was like right in the front of the store. So we'd go grab a cart and he'd um we'd order like sweet and sour chicken or some shit like that. And we'd walk around the store and eat it. And then when we were done, we would just like drop it off somewhere. <laughs> Cause you you know like you didn't pay for it at the counter you just ordered it and you paid for it like when you were checking out, so we do that. But he'd take it like a step further. Like he'd go like where the drinks were and like grab like a snapple and then like drink the snapple and then leave like leave the snapple somewhere in the store. So that that was like my um my um cheap thing when we were in in college. The other thing we also used to do is like we used to carry like Tupperware to the um cafeteria and take like deli meat and like cereal and and stuff like that to to bring back to the to the room to eat. No harm no done. No 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 harm no foul. Yeah that's no I have done that too. Right. But like when you're taking renting a whole car and taking the tires that's kinda crazy. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I don't wanna be that guy. I'm just saying taking it above being cheap there. I mean, but you gotta have some kind of like um, you gotta be some kind of like like um. And also, cheap means like spending money on some type of way, spending some type of money. No, but that's what he that's what he did. He he instead of paying yeah, seventy dollars. Like, yeah, instead of paying like six like hundreds of dollars for like new tires, like he only paid seventy five dollars. He paid you know whatever the um I guess it was seventy five dollars to rent the car, and that's what he did. Um, Mike, what, what you got? Don't they check the tire pressure though? I thought it was like U-Haul where they check the gas and stuff, and then don't they check the tire pressure and stuff? Maybe I don't. I have no mm-hmm. idea, but like the replies to that tweet, like it had so many things. You were just like, "Wow, I, I never even thought about doing this." Like, well, I see one that didn't seem bad. I mean, I guess you take away someone else's like maybe job for that, but some guy also wrote that uh, he ordered something on Uber Eats, and he's an Uber driver, so he like he got the order, and he just like got paid. To, to pick up his own food, yeah, and because he was there, he's in front of the place. That's he, funny. He, he's, he's going somewhere else to drop it off. He just dropped it off at his own house. You know, there you go. That's something I would. That's something I would do because I feel like it's not like malicious see, and it's not like see. That's, taking that's, yeah, that, that's fine though. That's just cheating. That's just knowing how to work loopholes. Yeah, work the system. Yeah. I mean, if you could, if there's loopholes and you could like maneuver, like cool by all means. You know, you're just using the loopholes right there. Yeah, that that's what like a lot of a lot of stuff was in like the replies. Um, Mike, you had anything else before I get into mine? 
yeah with me it's more like a pattern like um there'll be times where i'll have like no money at all and then other times when i have money i spend it like i'll like throw it around uh like just the small things if i go to a store and i sit for the tipping i would always go over tip because yeah. i always had a thing where i relied on tips like even i keep going back to this one era when i was younger when i, when I was a doorman like half the like half the year was you got you got tips at the end you get like a lump sum with a huge amount of money uh and then now also uh, with tips so i'd always do that but at the same time i wouldn't spend money on like me or like someone close to me i would like not spend it i'll try to like be i'll be frugal with that but if it was like someone else i would like throw it around so i think that's like a weird thing where it's like that's a pattern that i used to always follow which is weird but i'd be cheap in one way but being a little too uh loose with the with the cash the other way i would buy like one big thing mm-hmm. and uh so extremes I'm a, I'm a big guy into extremes so that's that's the, my cheap thing was always targeted towards me or like someone else closer to me but yeah, yeah. so i uh, show give a fun story right oh uh, yeah before i get into that um something like with the company like we used to work for or i used to work for um we'd get free you'd get a discount when you go to like the other stores to get stuff but also like while you were working or after your shift like if you wanted to get like a drink or a food item or whatever, you could get one for like free. So I don't know. This kind of isn't me being like a story of me being cheap. It's just something like, um, kind of like a hookup. You kind of like luck yourself into. So when I'd go to like another store, like when I was off, you know, I'd order something and ask for like, ask, ask you know tell them like i'm supposed to get like a employee discount or whatever and i don't know if it was like on like sometimes it was like on purpose or i don't know if they did it by mistake they would hit like the free thing for like when you were working so i'd end up getting like my stuff for like free when we were out but the cheap thing (laughs) or the frugal thing that i did or me, well, me and my friend did when we were in college. We had like a one one semester. Um, we lived off campus and had a house where we used to have parties at. So, um, me and him, there was like a bottle of Grey Goose that you could get, and it was like three feet tall, and it cost about um, like. 55 to 60 bucks right so me and him like pulled our money together bought it and then um drank it over like a period like over like a week or two right and we kept the bottle just for like the novelty of it like oh my god like it's like because it was like a huge fucking bottle of 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 um gray goose like um like out of the ordinary so we kept the bottle so one day we were just chill we were just chilling like sh- you know shooting the shit and we the the idea came up we was like yo like it's so much like you could literally get like a whole bottle of cheap ass vodka like Vlad or Nikolai like shit that make your stomach like turn inside out for like you know under ten bucks. So we thought to ourselves we was like yo like what if we got like two or three bottles of that shit and fill the bottle up and then next party charge people for shots of gray goose like five dollars a shot or something like i think it was like 
Either we sold it by the shots or we sold it by like the cup. And we filled it up and we're at this party. We're like pouring what people think is Grey Goose, but it's like cheap ass, like bottom shelf, like shit you could clean your like floors with vodka. And we ended up making like, um, we made back what we paid for the bottle. We made back what we paid for the cheap vodka. And then I think we made like, maybe like 30 or $40, like on top of that. And you had, you had some vodka left over to clean the floors with, right? <laughs> yeah. Disinfected. Yeah. That sounds like, that's what that sounds like to me, business. That was awesome business. Hey, bars do that. Don't bars do that? Pretty sure bars probably do that too. Yeah, probably. bars do that. Probably. Like, how how would you know the difference? I mean, like me, I'm an alcoholic, so I know, I'd, I'd know. If you like, I asked for Jameson and you gave me like fucking like I don't even know what. I think the soda they use, even the soda, like from the like when they pour it, you, I think that's mostly water. Yeah, honestly, tonic. Yeah, but I would. They already put in. They already put in bottom shelf booze plus like watered down water. Mhm. If I was behind the bar, I'd do the same thing. If I see like some schmuck coming in. But if I see a guy like kind of like the 1800 commercial with Michael Imperiali, when he would come in with the suit, I would make sure I would get the real legit shit because that guy would probably be like, no fucking way. This is uh, this is not Patron. You know, <laughs> you got to be that, that, that's then you got to go back. You got to know who's a mark. You got to know oh, I can get this guy. Come on. Oh, man. I don't and know. Probably this, be me. I don't know. All the shit you also could do like another thing you 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 could get like a finesse on is like complaining. Like, go on Twitter and, like, lambast, like, a company, and they will be in your DMs ready to, like, give you, like, free shit. Like, I, re- I remember one time I was in um line at McDonald's, and they were taking forever, and it wasn't, like, like a long – it wasn't, like, mad car. I think it was, like, one car in front of us, but they took, like, 30, 40 minutes. And then when we got up – when we got to the front – got our order they still got the shit wrong so i just went on like twitter and just like started like like mcdonald's your location on blah 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 did this da, 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 da. and like they hit me up in my dms asked for my address and i i think i got like a free like value meal out of it ronald mcdonald popped up on your uh, incoming calls <laughs> <laughs> yo man what's going on what, what's, what? it's like he's hushed like he's like in like a group and he's like guys um What's going on? <laughs> I want to make this right. How can I make this right? He just shows up in like a red and yellow like business suit. Yeah. <laughs> Has his like hair like slicked back instead of like curly. That's how you know it's like serious Ronald McDonald. Oh jeez. Ponytail. <laughs> he has like the um the um the briefcase, the briefcase from like Pulp Fiction. I like it, you know, when you open up, it shines and it shines like a gold light in your face, but like inside of it is like French fries, like fresh, <laughs> like French fries, French fries. <laughs> the law offices of uh, McDonald, uh, Hamburglar, and Grimace. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> is that what I think it is? <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, all right. Uh, you know, with me with being cheap, um, mm-hmm. If I'm in that situation, I've always just like, oh, screw it. Who cares? Uh, but anytime I actually did do a move where I'm like complaining, yeah, like it always turns out, you know, it always get, it always works out for you. But I, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's too lazy or I'm just like too like not insecure. But I'm like, ah, oh, screw it. Eh, probably my fault. Let it go. 
you know. I think one of the goals is to do that more often, especially now, you know. Like, like, like we got the cable installed or we had a new box and the DVR wasn't working. And for a while, I was just like, ah, screw it, who cares? This is supposed to be part of the deal. So then now, you know, get on the horn, complain, and then maybe we'll get like a freaking new package and get, you know. So you gotta you motivate yourself to be cheap. That's not a bad thing sometimes, being frugal. That takes a lot of effort. Definitely does. I love acting broke. That's like one of my favorite things to do sometimes, honestly, just acting broke. Even though I am, like I act broker than what I am, or cheaper than what I am. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you like really. Sometimes you like have to, uh, like honestly, because you know, shit, shit. Sometimes shit just be expensive for no fucking reason. Yeah, I don't want to name names, but I know some techniques that I can tell you guys off camera. Okay. What to do in some certain situations, like a supermarket. I heard it. I didn't do it. I heard it. I know a couple. I know a few. I worked for one for like, well, for two. I worked for two for like five years. Yeah. I mean, like, to be honest, to be honest with you, all of us like worked like behind the counter. We've had people try to like finesse us. I mean, the other day I was telling Mike, um, you know, we had a customer cause we had like a, um, refill, um, a, um, refill policy. So what people would do sometimes is like keep hold on to their cups for like ever and just always like show up to get like their free um refill. And yeah, like one dude, like he wasn't even like trying, like he 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 kept on he kept on bringing like the same like dirty ass cup like every time. And, yeah, and it was just like disgusting, and like he knew what he was doing because like he he kept on like being like he kept on giving like like um what do you call it like gratuitous like he kept on saying thank you like thank you thank you so much man I appreciate it like it's like motherfucker I know exactly what you're doing dude like if you don't take that dirty ass like slimy cup like out of my fucking face like. The shit like you're asking for a refill for for doesn't even look like what was in the cup. Like he held it up and it was like in the Grand Stampede or like SpongeBob, the like air horn, the it was like that. It was like a fly flying around. Pretty sure it was a different company too. Yeah. A matter, a matter of fact, like I remember one time, like um where we were at, like somebody had like a free drink coupon. So they walk in and it, like it must have been like July 9th, right? So they walk in like it's like a, a couple and they asked to use the coupon, right? Or the discount and like it expired on like June like 15th. So they show me the shit and like I'm like, no, nah, that's like expired. And they were like, so I can't use it? And I'm like, Dude, it's like July 9th. That shit said it expired on like June 20th. Like, but you know, there's some people like, you know, like with certain workers, like if they don't want to deal with it, they'll just be like, fuck it. I'm gonna give it to them anyways, you know. But me personally, like I was always always there for that business. That's a little annoying though. What I was saying earlier, like there's a lot of self-checkout things. And I did did self-checkout, even though it was self-checkout, I still had to like do it for everyone. I I had one particular, uh, chain and uh if you're overwhelmed you can just go away with everything so that sucks 
Yeah. That's why sometimes that's why I have like the dichotomy of doing wanting to do it or the ability to do it, but then I also don't wanna because I've been in the situation and then I don't want to get someone screwed up, jammed up. Right. You know? Yeah, let's end the show on our final thoughts, guys. Joel, you have some something you wanted to share. Uh, other than like, you know, the the getting back to the twenty year old topic, like again, I couldn't keep going on and on and on. It's like when you come talk about time traveling and just going back in time, like trying to undo your mistakes, it's always tricky because like, like you know, that event could always change something. So if I go back, you know, to my twenties, I see 20 year old me and then, you know, 30 year old me goes up to 20 year old me expecting, you know, a problem. I already know 20 year old me is going to want that. And it is going to be bad. And who knows what happened? Twenty-year-old me would have ended up going up, going, you know, to jail for stabbing somebody. And that's what twenty-year-old me didn't want to begin with, which is why twenty-year-old me didn't go along with it. So that's yeah, that's like you know, I could keep going back and forth with that topic. And um, you know, that's about it. I don't really have much to say about the you know the cheap uh, being cheap because like I own up to that. I don't care. It's like I'm cheap for a reason. I don't have a lot of money, so therefore, you know, I'm cheap for a reason. Yeah, uh, you know, like other than that, like I said, I, I've been on, you know, just cheap dates a lot, like just being cheap and creative at the same time. Uh, you know, that's what, you know, if I feel if I'm gonna be cheap, I feel like, you know, you got to be creative with it too. You just can't be a cheapskate. And, you know, nobody's going to want to be around you if you cheap. Oh, you know, you have, you have to be, like, you know, courteous to people as well. You have to be able to share the wealth or whatever little bit of money you do have. You you know, it's always nice to share. But, um, yeah, like, being cheap, I have no problem with that. What about the um, black, uh, black Girl Laws, the Nas song? Oh, yeah. The, um, again, that's just, like, Mind you, this uh, came out in 96, the album, it was written, came out in 96, and then Nas has the song Black Girl Lost, which, honestly, it just hits home now with a lot of um, women, like, I know it's called Black Girl Lost, but let's, it's just, like, just women in general when it comes to uh, their image now with social media and what have you, the song really, like, touches deep on that, and this was when Nas was, you know, spitting these bars in 96, but it, like, you could like listen to this song Black Girl Lost and feel that it's still going on today with a lot of uh, just body image, body shaming, or just wanting to look, you know, what, uh, like how the norm expects a, a woman to look. And the song just talks, speaks on that top. So Black Girl Lost, I recommend anybody to really listen to that song, the whole album really. You know, Nas is one of the greatest yeah, yeah, like one line in there where he was like, um, what he said that um. Yeah, I could go, I could break down the bars, but we gonna be here all day. No, nah, but I, I could one, break down the whole. Like a couple of lines in 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 the, the the verse you you told me to listen to when he was like um, the like the, I guess the girl he's talking about in the story like she had like three kids and she looking for somewhere to drop them off so she could um, go like sleep with a dude or something like that and then it had another one where it was like she talked about like you know um or he talked about her only going like the dude she, she the man that she wants there with like the drugs are at 
I mean, not that like it implied that she takes drugs, but like that's the guys yeah. that have money. So I, I yeah, I, like they want the you know the drug dealers and they, you know the guys with with that umph in them. Like they they the ones that they have that mentality for them. Like obviously the, the drug dealers are gonna have the money, the cars, everything you wish for, the materialistic things they can get it for you. Obviously they have the money for it. So and like I said, that's just this is '96, so it's still going on today. But like I said, like the way Nas is, you know, the the way he wrote the song, the way he spit the bars and everything is just like still relevant today. Like it feels like it came out, if it came out in 2020, like you wouldn't, like it would be just still hit at home. Yeah. And I could go to the, it goes like the other way too, because a lot of dudes, they think like, yeah, you got to um be flashy and do this, that, and the third. You got to have a lot of money and you got to do whatever it takes to get a lot of money in order to, like, get women or especially in, like, this era of, like, social media and, like, stunting and, like, flexing on social media to, to, to you know, big up yourself or or um basically have, like, a persona that probably ain't even, like, you. you basically putting on for a bunch right, of people you don't even know. Got to work on that, like, male ego as well mm-hmm. definitely yeah mike and usually we have uh we have different segments and topics in mind and by the end when i talk it out i realize that like they're all linked in some way uh even though at first glance you wouldn't think so like today uh we talked a lot about these tweets and uh a lot of my responses have go back to at a certain time the error in my life whatever and i feel like maybe it was a coincidence but uh I feel like all the stories I told were harking back to this one time in back in the day. And I guess it's a good, like, uh, it's a good way to reminisce and like think back and like, Oh yeah. Think about like the funny stuff and be grateful for where I'm at now. Uh, but yeah, so, um, yeah, I think they're all linked in that way. Like my funniest stories, like my drunkest stories, funniest stories, uh, being younger with the being more frugal, uh, it kind of all intertwines, and uh, I think it was it was it was fun for me to look back. And uh, every once in a while, I want to share some more old stories too, because we've all been there, and uh, it's really funny. I was happy to hear I have very similar stories to Suge and Joel, so it's always good to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, um, just um, piggybacking on what Mike said, like, yeah, the, the I guess like the common link in this episode is just looking back on on life and like experiences and stuff like that and i was just thinking um yesterday because i see a lot of people like i knew from like um you know even back on like going high school sometimes even like college and stuff like that and then like they'll go on like twitter and again like like i was just talking about with like you know this image you try to put out on social media like a lot of people they try to like oh, I'm like a whole, like, I'm a different person now. Like, I don't drink anymore. I turn my life over to Christ. And I'm this and I'm that. And, like, I remember it was, like, there's this one girl in part- in particular. Like, she um, she always, like, whenever she, she pops up on social media real randomly and, like, says all of these, like, high and mighty things like that. And I'm just, like, bitch like you fucking like average like a zero like you remember um animal house like you guys see animal house 
0.0. Like, yeah, like, you know, when in, like, Dean Warmer's office and he's going through each of their, like, um, grades, uh, each of their, their um, GPAs, and, like, I think it was, like, Flounder. He was, like, you have, like, the lowest, like, average in, like, the school. Like, it was this one girl, and, like, I'm, like, yo, like, all right, like, you are high all the time, and, like, you basically, like, flunked out of, like, school. Like, don't act all high and mighty here, and, like, you're – but, you know, the point I'm trying to make is, like, a lot of these experiences, like, even our story, like, you know, I, I, I actually, like, laugh about it when I think about, you know, that one story with me, like, throwing a bear at the dude, and, like, you know, it wasn't until, like, maybe, like, a couple of years ago, like, I looked back on it, and I was like, man, like, you know, I regret that because, like, my, my, my father, like, he always told, he, he, you know, I, I don't, like, he's been, like, in and out, or oh, we've had, like, an on and off relationship, like, over the years, like, throughout my whole life, you know what I'm saying, like, but I don't hold nothing against him, I, I still love him and, and stuff like that, but, you know, even though he wasn't there for me, like, plenty, like, he always dropped little nuggets on me. So, like, three things in particular, like, he always, like, taught me was um, the first thing was never be a follower, always be a leader. Um, the second thing was never, like, fight over, like, a woman. And, you know, basically, like, if a girl has to decide between you and somebody else and they're not, like, devoted to you and you feel like you got to compete with somebody else, like, just let the next person let the other person have her. And then the third one was, like, not to, like, drink alone. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But the, the second one, like, I always think about because I'm just, like, it, it was so out of character from me. Like, Joel, you know me, like, most of my life. Like, you never seen me, like, fighting over a chick. Never, yeah, no. Yeah, so it, it was, like, that whole situation was, like, very out of character for me but like the, the point I want to make is like these experiences mold you into who you are and you can't like look back on them and like um act like you know they didn't happen like at the end of the day those experiences make you you and it, it's it's what makes you unique and molds you into the person you are and that's why like when we talk about like you know would we fight our 20 year old selves and it's like you know we've been seasoned since then so it's just interesting like the relationship you have with yourself and just like when you could like be um introspective and and just look at yourself and look at how far you've come without you know you know without losing yourself because a lot of people just like they change and they just want to like act like those things never happen and me like I acknowledge my my past faults and like I acknowledge like the things I regret and I learned from them and it made me different now and it's probably gonna make me you know it's probably gonna make me a better person going forward um but yeah man that's this was um episode 17 like we Today was a little different. We didn't have like as much like um current events or pop culture or politics topics because um this past week not much was like going on really. Um but I wanna take the time out. Um I just got a, a haircut again. Um 
up in Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut. Um, I, I gave the owner, uh, his name is Sufian. Um, I hope I'm saying that correctly. And the barbershop is called Sufi. Very nice place. Awesome service. Um, they do, um, they do walk-ins and they also do, um, appointments. So if you're ever up in Sanford, Connecticut, um, try them out. It's, um, you could call them as 203-890-9800. Um, you could uh, email them, Sufi Barbershop, S-O-U-F-I Barbershop 1 at Gmail, and it's located on 217 Bedford Street in Stanford, Connecticut, uh, 06901. Uh, it's located on the second floor, so you got to go up some stairs. But awesome place, awesome staff. Um, uh, they're North African, so um, you know they're, they're cool people, man. I always have a good time when I go and get a um get a haircut there. Um, so I wanted to shout them out. Also, shout out my boy, um, Quan Vision, Quan underscore Vision underscore E S T. Uh, period two zero. Uh, check him out on YouTube. Check him out on Instagram. Um, he just got a new logo. It looked like it was also done by same person I did our logo. Uh, Kevin Diaz. Uh, and you can check out Kevin Diaz also on Instagram, and also check out Darnell's um smoothie um, soul by um, let's check those out on Instagram. But um. Guys, always a pleasure. This was a fun episode. Uh, I hope um, we got a lot of people on it. Check out our YouTube. We got some new videos coming out um, soon. Um, if not, check out the videos that we already have up. A lot of interesting stuff. And this has been episode 17 of Shug Me The Mooney. Shug Me The Mooney. Shug Me The Mooney. Shug Me The Mooney. Shug me the Mooney.